Hello and welcome to another episode of Raising CJ, the podcast where I, Alex, and you over there, Bethany, talk about raising our daughter Cadence, Janet CJ, also known as, and this is episode 16, seven months old. What do you think so far? Well, it's been a rough couple of weeks. I just <laughs> got to say that way. Uh, as much as I love being a mom and things are good overall, I have to say it's been tough. Cadence has just not been well. And it's right. getting She's, frustrated. Frustrating. Yeah. She's had a bad cold for a while now. Uh, really a second bad cold. She almost was over like the first one. I think she probably was for like two days. And then I, she caught another one. Um, Since like mid-September and it's mid-October now, she's been sick all except two right. or three days. And we have gone to the doctor. So uh, we, it's, you know, it's not an infection. We've at least gotten that figured out. So it's not, we're not just sitting here saying like, yeah, our baby's had a cold for a month. And we haven't done anything about it. But mm-hmm, that's true. Uh, but it, it's just, you feel so bad for her, you know, she can't breathe. She has trouble eating sometimes cause she can't breathe through her nose and, you know, it's just, it's stressful to not be able to fix it. Especially, you know, they say, oh, breastfed babies get sick less often. And I feel like I'm doing all this work to breastfeed and my baby's still sick. Now you could say she might be even sicker, but boy, it'd be tougher to be much sicker. <laughs> um, right. so. yeah. Or I'm the natural with it. antibodies or whatever yeah. that she's supposed to get from that. So. Yeah, it's a bummer, and I feel hard for her and all that. This past week, on over the weekend, she um, had gotten a rash all over her body, um, and it was a rash that's similar. We've talked in the past about how when we went to the doctor at four months, we're like, oh, and she has these speckles all over her chest, and that's basically what it looked like. Only it was all over her body. And so I just kind of thought it was eczema or whatever they were going to call it. Um, and Monday I took her to daycare. And she still was boogery, but she didn't have a fever. And so I was like, well, here we go. Um, I got a call at like 9 o'clock. Hey, we just did a diaper change. And we noticed that Cadence has a rash all over her body. And just so you know, the state says that if there's any unexplained rash, we need a doctor's note before we can take the child at daycare so i was like okay i will make an appointment and uh be right there actually i had called her doctor first thing when i got to work because i was concerned about the rash i mean it was all over her body and i didn't know what to do right like um so but her pediatrician was out of town so i was like well okay i guess i'll just wait till next week when the doctor is back if it's still present uh, but when the daycare called, I was like, okay, well, this is just more motivation. And I um, I got an appointment with a different pediatrician that day. And they said, it's a viral rash. Some babies, when they get colds, this just manifests itself. And it's um, not any more contagious than the cold she already has. And so she can go back to daycare. But I, I was uh, out of work the rest of that day. And then the better part of the next day, too. I took her into daycare a little bit, actually, because I had a dentist appointment. Um, and they require more than 24 hours to cancel. I don't know what the penalty is. But I was like, okay, I'll just drop her at daycare quick. 
um, she's got the note that says she can go. And, uh, then I picked her up and spent the day with her. So that was, you know, two days of work I missed. And now it's like, oh, tomorrow's Monday. And she was still so congested today. She was actually really hard. She didn't want to be put down. Um, and, uh, just wants to sleep a lot. So I just, I don't know. It's frustrating. She was crabby. She was crabby. So she might also be doing a wonder week. I was thinking I should look at the book and see if maybe that could be going on. Right. Because usually she's pretty cheerful with her cold. I was wondering that too, especially how much she slept in Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. She slept in until like 10 o'clock or... 9.30, you said, yeah. Okay. I mean, she had gotten up two or three times. To, she nursed a couple times. Right. But other than that, she was sleeping. And, um, yeah, clingy and tired kind of says, hmm, developmental leap may be happening. So it's been tough. Yes. part And part of that uh, being tough is we did have that trip to Iowa that we mentioned in the last podcast. And... Uh, She's definitely still at a stage where road trips are awful. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we did. Um, it probably does not help that she had this cold. Uh, sure, that was a contributing factor. Uh, we did the uh, on the way. It's well, same as every road trip we've done. The way there is better than the way back. Uh, also, on the way there, we we left in the night, so we drove through the night. Um, you know, so she took a little bit longer than normal to go to sleep, but once she did, then you know that was mostly fine. Um, and the way back was just a nightmare. And we've talked about road trips before, so we won't get too into it. But we did like have to stop at a gas station just to walk around with her and get her to fall asleep. Um, yeah, on the way down, we left at about eight thirty, which is her bedtime. So I gave her a bottle. And we kind of thought she would just fall asleep. But what I realized sitting back there with her is I think the lights bothered her. There's a lot more light than you realize in a car at night. The headlights and exits all are lit, which is, you know, good. But, you know, she's not used to that. Um, So she would kind of like stir every time a light shone in the car, which was frustrating. Um, Which I guess is the word of the night. I keep saying frustrating. (laughs) Uh, But I'm really also joyful. Anyway, uh, and then on the way back, we were like, well, since it didn't really work to leave at um, her bedtime, you know, we'll wait as long as we can. But we ended up hitting the road at about 6 p.m., 5 or 6, knowing that we would stop a few times. And then, yeah, even at her bedtime again, we just we stopped and you gave her a bottle and walked around a gas station um, to try to help her fall asleep. So it stinks to be six hours away from all our family because this is going to be a regular part of life. But I do think she'll get used to road trips over time. Sure. Just right now it's hard. One thing I will say about being sick so much, just to go back real quick, is that friends and then also the nurse who gave me my flu shot have said she's sick now, but it's going to be so much better when she goes to elementary school. She won't get sick then, whereas the kids who haven't been through this will. So... I am kind of holding on to that. I hope it's true. Hmm. Sure. I hope so too. Yeah. I hadn't earned that one, but uh, 
Hopefully it's not just one of those things they say to make you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true. But speaking of things to that people have said to make you feel better that turned out to actually be true, we were just discussing what we would talk to. We have a couple friends who are, or at least one friend who's going to have a baby. Um, mm-hmm. And we were saying that it was very true that at four months, it really got a lot easier. It starts to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So just looking back already, and it's only been seven months, but we can already tell that that's definitely a turning point, which is something that I had heard before, and I think it's true. So it's just good to know. Uh, other things developmentally, she's well. I guess or I haven't. No, I don't know if we said anything. So developmental wise, uh, she's been sitting up by herself for long periods of time now. Um, I mean, I think she can sit up on the floor for 30 minutes by herself uh, and play on the blankets on the floor while you watch her. And so that's fun. Um, and we've been advancing a lot with food. Um, we just started using puffs. I like to call them poofs. But uh, so, that, you know, so she's working on her. Those are these little cereal things that are uh, dissolve in your mouth uh, easily, um, made especially for babies, and you know so that helps with her using her fingers to pick things up, and she's been doing that. Want to talk about food a little? Yeah, it's really cute to watch her because she um, she's pretty good at picking them up, but the hard part is. Getting them to her mouth. She'll put her hand to her mouth and then um, they'll stick to her hand and she'll think that she gets it in her mouth and you'll see her like moving her um, jaw like she thinks she's chewing on something, but it's still in her hand or she'll get it in her mouth, but it'll immediately she'll spit it out onto her bib and she won't realize it or um, she'll just yeah mash it into her face. So it's like one out of four times she actually gets it in her mouth and is able to eat it. Mm-hmm. But she really likes doing this a lot and it's super cute and fun to watch. And then we also just this morning I um did eggs with her. Just I made an I scrambled an egg and put it in little pieces and and that was very similar to the puffs where although I think she actually enjoyed this more because she was squishing them a lot. And that was fun. Sure, so, different texture. Exactly. And it's all just a sensory thing to help her practice and learn. So, yeah. And then, of course, just eating baby food. She is pretty much all about it. I mean, sometimes she's you could tell she's just not hungry or something because she won't be into it at all. But generally, if she's, it's you don't really have to coax her to open her mouth. Like when we were first learning what is food on a spoon, she'll pop that mouth open right away. And she wants to be fed so she likes pretty much everything i will say that today when you were out and about and i fed her um and gave her some puffs and she ate them all and got them in her mouth i mean there were a few that i had to pick up off her bib and put them back on the tray um and i think it was easy she i mean sometimes she's active and she is grabbing everything right so but she was pretty just settled down for this meal and so her hands weren't wet because she didn't like grab the spoon and get the food on her hands. So, I mean, you know, that made it easier to pick up the puffs. Usually the puffs stick because she's got like sticky hands with either the food on them or her own saliva or whatever the moisture is from. I don't know. But um, 
So that was good. Mm-hmm. Showed that she could really yeah. concentrate and pick things up and put them, start to put them in her mouth and all that. So Yeah, and she's probably also learning and getting better. You know, those first couple times, it's all brand new. So mm-hmm. that is really good. Yeah, when I was out and about, I was at uh, Montessori School Open House. They had a fall fest, and I was just looking in on what um, Montessori School is like or seeing what I could see, and I talked to one of the directors there and um, just tried to learn about their program. And I'm not sure that it's something we'll do, but I am very interested in Montessori learning, and I think I've been meaning to get a book about it and to read more you know, I have a Pinterest board about it. Um, so just I've barely delved in because I think we want kids to be independent to yeah. some extent and also to have chores and, you know, be responsible. Or Oh, absolutely. And All the work I can put off to her will be <laughs> beneficial to myself. Right. <laughs> so, but it was they were very nice there and it was a, a neat little thing that I just stopped by today. There was good music. Did a fiddle player. It's kind of mm. fun. Cool. People sitting on hay bales listening to music. Yeah, it was nice. In like outside or? Mm-hmm, it was all, I mean, they had the building open so you could go in and there was like a silent auction. I bid on something or whatever. Yeah, I guess it's bidding. Um, <laughs> uh, one of the elementary school students. You didn't guess its value. <laughs> yeah, like do I shoot? <laughs> um, one of the elementary school students uh, said she would crochet a dishcloth and I thought, you know, the, the other things were like donations from restaurants and very nice uh, packages. But this, I was like, oh, yes, absolutely. I'll support this person who's going to make something for her to raise money for her school. That's so cool. So I don't know. I don't think I got a call. I don't think I want it. But oh, that was wow. neat. Yeah. That's good. Otherwise, it was just out, outside and there was a lot of food and kids in costumes when I first walked in, there was a little girl in a princess costume, and there was like a, a utility pole. It is it part of their yard, and she was just hitting it with a bat in a princess costume. <laughs> and I was like, "This cool. is awesome!" Yeah, get them, princess. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, I wanted to make fun of you a little bit for Please something do. I've noticed. Well, actually, in the last week, you haven't done it that much, but I'd say the two previous weeks before that, uh, you were doing something, and I was like, what is the deal with this? But So, you were making your uh, laser gun noise. Maybe you could uh, make that for the audience. Yeah. You were adding that sound effect to literally everything you were doing (laughs) with Cadence. I was like, that doesn't make any sense, but you're like, okay, time to pick you up. Pew, 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 making them, you know, okay, time to go in your high chair. Pew, pew, pew. Like, it doesn't make any sense. But it was like your sound effect of the two weeks or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I think it started with, um, like, wiping her nose. I would do that because it distracts her and it would, like, make her laugh or something. And then I just, because I'm always wiping her nose. Um, I think I just started doing it with everything. That is funny. I Yeah. So I wanted to bring that up on the podcast. I saved it. <laughs> yeah, that was a surprise. It's nice to know that you notice me. Sometimes we're just uh, getting through and it's like, oh yeah, you over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I suppose. 
Do you want to talk about your diaper update? Yes. So uh, we've been cloth diapering now for quite some time and of course have gone full time except we use disposables at night and while traveling since Caden started her new daycare and or child care and she uh, uses everything. We I have uh, three types really. Nora's nursery pocket diapers, Grovia's hybrids, and flip hybrids. And I know we've kind of talked about these before. When we first started, we discussed which we liked and, right. and the consensus had been flips. Um, mm-hmm. And those may still be your favorite, but for me, I actually think Grovia's are taking the lead. And I think the difference is just She's a little bigger now, so these diapers are fitting her better. I mean, they say they fit at eight pounds, but I just think that's a bunch of baloney. Um, sure. There's no way you can really get them a good seal around their legs at that size. Right. In my opinion. Well, yeah, that's why I didn't like them is mm-hmm. any poop ep- automatically leaked. Right. But now so are she- you not seeing that now? No. What happened actually is the last couple weeks, um, she was having a lot of wet leakage at daycare mm-hmm. in fact one day she went through two different outfits and they changed her diaper at least every three hours according to you know they had me th- fill out a thing that said that what how often do you want her diaper changed and i was like uh what do most people do and they're like uh usually like three hours and i think at home i probably do it every two hours but i you know i had no problem with three um and really i you know they might do it more frequently than that anyway um, so she was having leakages from any type of diaper. I tried, you know, I tried to kind of keep track of which I send since I just have a smattering of these three different types, you know, we just rotate through them all. I haven't switched to like buy all of one kind. We're just using what we've got, um, whether they're the best or not. Although all three are pretty high quality, uh, brands. So I ended up, I've started doubling, adding doublers, like uh, the Grovias have a special little thing that fits in their inserts, and then flips, I had bought newborn size flip inserts, and so I just started adding, I had packed them away with her newborn clothes, but then I just started adding those on top of the regular sized inserts as a doubler, and then the same with the um, pocket diapers, I just stick another of whatever I've got, usually a flip or even a pre-fold I've added. And then she hasn't had, last week she didn't leak out at all for wetness. Um, and I think once, only once at daycare has she pooped out of her diaper, um, which is disgusting to talk about, sorry. But that's a baby show. Yeah. It's fine. So that's pretty good given that she does it, you know, almost once a day there. So the diapers in general I think are fitting better. And now that I've had the, the doublers, you know, I think she's just bigger, so she has more wetting. Um, and so that's going well. What I like about the Grovias, and well, what I've also learned about the Grovias is their insert is a little bit more complicated. It's um, all sewn together, but it's kind of, it comes apart in the middle. And I think that's to help it dry more quickly. And really, they do take longer than the flips to dry, whatever they're made out of. It just doesn't dry as fast. Sure. The priming's are more absorbent. Yeah. Um, right. But that means that when you are like folding it or, you know, like when you're putting the diaper back together, I like have to really smooth things out. And then I feel like it fits her better now that I take an extra second to just kind of make sure everything's really straight, um, before putting it on her or before, yeah, 
putting it in the basket so that it can go on her. And then flips are like really simple. They're just flat and they don't wrinkle or anything. But what I think has happened is with more and more washes, the flips seem to have like smushed down so that they're not as floofy as they used to be. And I don't know if that means that they're not as absorbent or if it's just a natural process, but I'm kind of, I'm not as big a fan. And I also don't like now, so the flip insert is nice on the one hand in that as the diaper grows, you like change the snaps on it. And then this, like, you just fold over part of the insert based on how long your diaper is. Mm-hmm. But I don't like that the ex- the extra little bump that the fold causes. Uh, right. I'm not crazy about it. Um, so I think they're still good, and I'm still happy we're using them. But, but you could just use the short ones and then buy the longer ones when she's bigger, right? No. The short ones are only the newborn size. Okay. Um. So every, every, I don't know. Yeah. Not really. No. Um, the other nice thing about the Groveys is that they have this really nice Velcro that I have really fallen yeah, in love like with. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Instead of the snaps. So we had yeah. talked about that a little at first. And now I think that she's bigger and everything. I, I just appreciate that a little more. It's really easy. Sure. So that's kind of where I'm at with the diapers. And the pocket diapers are fine. Yeah, I like the I like the putting on the Grovias with the Velcro. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I haven't done a poopy diaper in a while. I know, that, especially not one in a Grovia. So I was just didn't know if that would leak or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more negative though about the Grovias is because they snap on to the shell, you basically you have to like pull it out from under her and remove it completely, and so. If she does a sneak pee, you're just screwed. Where with the flips, you can usually get your clean insert and do a real quick swap. Yeah. Uh, But because you have to snap it and find where it snaps in and all that. Yeah, it's a little more complicated. And unsnap the other one. You you have to, like, remove it out from under her, which she could sneak a pee onto the table, and she certainly has. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I understand what you mean. And I found that at um, her childcare, they don't switch out. Even though we have these hybrids, they change the whole diaper every time. Not a big deal. Um, but we, you know, I end up uh, with more diapers. That I mean, I, I did have to buy a couple more shells. Shells. Sure. To make up for that. And so, and I actually don't, I don't really mind that because. Is that what they do or is that their policy? I believe that's the policy. Okay. And I had asked the director, I think we talked about this, uh, when we find out she was going to go there, if that was their policy, and she said, no, no. So it must have changed, and she didn't know about it. But my aunt, who is an assistant director. We know she told us that. Yeah, had had told us that. And I'm sure the rules are the same. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of speaks to, you know, in, in the organization, the person at the top doesn't know the diaper changing policy. You know, it's sure. the same with the DNR. The chief of fisheries doesn't know how to mend a net, you know, <laughs> so that's okay. Um, but it's actually good, I think, to have more, di- you know, I wash diapers every two days. And I think the more you have, the better it is for like agitation and the washing machine. So sure. I don't actually really mind that. Hmm. And the shells don't really add that much. Um, 
to the mix anyway, but you know, I think the be- the more I wash, the better it is for the diapers. To a point, it's still a small load that I'm washing. So anyway, it's going well though. I I have to say, the way I re- I was really worried that I wouldn't remember to wash diapers and things, but I do. And the way I remember if I need to do it tonight is I either have to fold the diapers one night or I wash them the other night. So it's not that much work. Diapers every night. Yeah, there's something to do with diapers every night, and you sure. know I load up her bag with a few then every night, and it's just it's not a of all the things we do, this is not a big deal. It's not as hard as, say, putting away my own laundry. I hate that. Yes. <laughs> We're bad at that. Yes. <laughs> uh, I have noticed, though, I don't know, maybe. Don't you think, like, when you take a load of inserts out of the dryer, you can smell, like, a urine smell yes, or something? Yes, <laughs> I, I have. And actually, you know, you're not supposed to wash them on hot every time. It's bad for them. But you can do these special washes. Um, once in a while and I did just tonight I washed them on hot and I need to look into if there's like um uh I think there is like there are some different recipes for you know a a a wash boost exactly something you wouldn't do every time but you know you don't want to bleach them but you know if you can I don't know put in vinegar there's got to be something I know there is I just I haven't looked at it in a while so they need to be super booster washed every now and then yeah probably do for one of those yep exactly it is funny oh sorry yeah go ahead it is funny that um that is actually the scent that lingers with them is the urine and not the poop they don't really smell like poop they smell like pee sure not what you would expect that's what penetrates them deep yeah i suppose so bethany what do you think cadence does daycare all day yeah i wonder this and she never tells me. <laughs> um, yeah, so I sometimes when I leave, it's kind of nice. There's two doors that go into her classroom. And so I go by both of them to put her thing in her cubby. And then I kind of walk back. And I like to, after I've dropped her off and said goodbye, I like to peek in and see what she's up to. <laughs> and it's you, it's been different every time. You know, sometimes she's sitting at the table with the other kids and then you know, I'll watch her look at the other babies or just she'll reach for them or whatever. Um, or she can be playing on the floor with other kids. And a lot of times she's playing by herself. Sometimes she's in a swing. This is also the case. Like when I come pick her up, I'll like, I like to peek in before I say her name and just observe whatever she's doing. And, you know, she'll be sitting alone, just talking to a toy. And it's exactly what she does at home, but it's just really cute to see her do it in this other environment and to look so happy and content. Like, yeah, this is just part of my life. No big deal. Um, but I, I wish I could watch her all day and see, you know, does she get crabby? Like she gets crabby here. And, I don't know, like one day I picked her up and she was sleeping, which is pretty unusual. She doesn't sleep that late in the afternoon. Um, she usually is awake when I get her and then we take a nap later at home. But And she was sleeping on her tummy, which means that she fell asleep and then, or, you know, she rolled over in her crib. And now that she's able to do that, they can leave her on her stomach. And I was like, but she doesn't do that at home, you know. So, you know, I think about what I'm missing and uh, I don't think it's anything different than what's happening here, except that she's 
looking at all these other babies and I really want to see her play with other kids. I'm excited right. about that. Yeah. We've said before, like, so who's your best friend? You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if she probably doesn't have preferences to babies yet, but. Mm-hmm. Uh. Well, I even wonder if, you know, when she was at um, family care, you know, that person really liked her. And they got along well, and she would be held for a nap all afternoon. And um, I don't know if I'm sure that these teachers like her, but nobody says she's their favorite, or you know, I don't. Nobody like talks to me about her personality or anything like that. It's so I just kind of wonder. Um, I guess she's just another kid to them, which is kind of sad to me, but that's life. But you, I I know um, they must play with her. So it'd be nice to see if they do story time and different things. And it'd just be nice to know mm-hmm. what is that like. Is there a teacher hmm. who likes to well, hold they, her most? Is there a teacher she likes most? You know. Sure. I'm surprised they don't like have a webcam that parents could log into or something like that. Some day, some child cares do. Yeah, not hmm. not here. We're not up on the technology. None of the ones that I visited did, but I've had friends who told me that they could do that. Yeah. Well, I bet if someone donated them a system to do it, they would do it. Right. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Maybe we can look into it. (laughs) Well, or, you know, I could just not be as obsessed with my daughter, but I'm just kind of curious. Like, that's natural. Yeah. How does her day go? What does she do? What does she like to do? Mm -hmm. So now it's time for. Bethany's Baby Gadget of the Week. Today, or this week, or whatever, this podcast's Baby Gadget is the Fisher-Price Kick and Play Piano. We got this about a month ago. Um, It was actually during Cadence's last week at Family Care that I came to pick her up one day, and she was playing with one of these, and she was loving it so much um, that, and this was, you know, even just a month ago, she was just starting to really like tummy time more, you know, and she wasn't sitting up yet. So it was nice. I showed up to her uh, daycare and she was laying on the floor and patting on this piano. It's called a kick and play piano because it's designed to um, be like tied to the crib or something. So the babies can kick it, kick at it with their feet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't do that. She just yeah, pats it with her hands. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw her having so much fun and it like it lights up and it makes sounds and yeah and it says shapes and colors and numbers the the different there's like six keys and they have different shapes and colors and numbers. We'll go get it and play a few of the things it says. Sure. I I, yeah. I said we'll go get it not like go get it. So one thing that's nice about it is that it has an off switch and then two different levels of volume. And then it also has three different settings for what noises it'll make. So there's one basic setting where it just plays tones like a piano. So then that's just me patting it and it plays like a piano. And then you can change it to... A moderate setting. Discover. <laughs> bum, ba-dum, 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 my red heart 
So she just hit the number two key, which is on a red heart. So yeah, if you hit it, then it says different things. That red heart one is actually the longest one it does on this setting. Okay. It's usually just blue triangle or whatever. And I know it by heart. Yes, and it's fun to sing. And then there's one where it, everything is really complicated when you hit it. So then you hit a key and it plays this whole little scenario. Okay, yeah, and it'll just go on and on. So we're yeah, not we've gonna... never. Well, no, we've, I didn't even know about that setting. Yeah, because that's because you don't want to hear it too much for me. <laughs> well, and plus, you know, it's more fun for her to like hit keys and have it react than to just, I think, Listen than to, to just exactly. So yeah, I usually have it on the middle setting where it does different things and says. Um, sometimes it just says the color. Sometimes it says the shape or the, the number. number. And then there's a little, kind of a little medium song yeah. for each one, too. Right. And that's what we usually do. And it's, uh, you know, it's, I like, guess, like a foot by a foot and a half. It's not very big. And it's got two lights on it and then pictures of puppies. And I don't know. It, it's cute. And so I, when she, when I saw her playing with this, I was like, oh, that's great. We don't really have, I think we have two electronic toys, really. Um, most everything else is plastic or wood. Be just, I don't know, I figure we get enough electronics in our life. Plus, noisy things are annoying. <laughs> yeah. And you can't hear Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, but when I saw her having so much fun with this, and you know, it's like a, like a cause and effect thing. I, um, the next time I was at Target, I was like, ooh, I need to see if they have this toy and buy it and i was like i found it but it was 27 dollars, and i was like Ugh. i don't know it seems like kind of a lot um for something that i mean she likes it right now but how long is she gonna like it but then i went on amazon trust the old amazon and i think it was like 15 and i was like oh that's doable so that's where i bought it but you can buy it at other places and probably get it on sale um i it's a winner she's she plays with it she plays it all the time all the time so playing on the floor yeah, uh, I I I recommend it. I'd say you could get it. If the box says zero plus months, and I don't think there's any minimum age to get it. I could see why it's called a kick and play. I've seen like activity gems that have a little foot thing at the bottom of them, and if we had been able to find a way to rig this up to our activity gem, I think she would have loved. You know, they the first thing they like to do is really kick, and then they like mm -hmm. to grab. So with their hands so yeah I, I expect that if we had another baby we would definitely use this again probably starting right away yeah it's fun it's not too annoying and i've learned all my shapes and sounds but we or don't shapes and colors. turn it on the annoying setting i yeah, guess it's as annoying as you want it to be yeah so that's good so that was bethany's baby gadget of the week uh when you said kicking that reminded me they want to talk about her bath time recently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she has, like, well, she's always loved baths. Um, and we've been doing a lot more baths because of her cold and trying to let her decongest by having a hot bath. Um, she's gotten more active, and she, I don't know how to, I'll try to describe it, but she started figuring, she figured out how she could kick her feet, like, together. 
and keep doing it repeatedly to make like a bigger and bigger wave or something in the tub. And um, like the first two nights she discovered this, uh, I mean, so it was new. So we just sat there and laughed at her and like, oh my God, this is amazing and funny. Uh, but, you know, she like kicked out half the water in the tub pretty much. Uh, I don't know. It's just funny and awesome <laughs> to yeah, see she's and like, really cute and entertaining and she was going nuts and she loved it yeah she likes it's like scissor kicking with her legs straight whereas before she would like kick her legs out and in you know but so when you scissor kick like that it really makes a big wave in the tub like you were saying and she yeah was just giggling up a storm and really enjoying it which is so fun to watch yep I think that was everything on my list I want to talk about. Do you have anything else? Uh, maybe I would just say something about books. Sure. So I've we have talked about before reading, which we do every day. And I have noticed, you know, the books I like often have pretty drawings and, you know, long stories. Uh, like The Bear Snores On, I think I've mentioned before, is my favorite uh, book. And we also really like Pout Pout Fish because they're just fun to read. Mm-hmm. But uh, Cadence is really liking books that have big baby faces on them. And I've just really noticed that, that the simpler the image on the page, the more she likes it. It's kind of funny. Like your dad was trying to read to her and he was like reading her uh, a Garfield uh, kids book. Mm-hmm. Which, and it was clearly meant for like a little bit older kids and only because... I spend every day with a baby. Did I know? I was like, oh, yeah, that's not going to be successful. It's got, you know, cluttered images all over the page. Um, so I would, like, try and give her um, a board book with just, you know, it's got a picture of a puppy, and that's it, or a picture of a baby. And mm-hmm. it's not as much fun maybe as an adult, but it's just crazy how how much different her response is to a cluttered page versus white background with simple image. Hmm. So... She finds that a lot more pleasing. I've just noticed that. Which cool. It's probably obvious to anybody who's done any child development at all, but especially if you're thinking about buying gifts for somebody with a baby, I'd stay away from those more complicated, more fun books and go for the simple ones. Well, as stated in our information paragraph in the first episode, we are not child education experts no this is all we would not know that no this is just live experimentation (laughs) anything else else no i think that's all else else and i'll try and save some for the next episode for pete's sake all right yes thank you for that (laughs) that was the sound effect of the episode ending so since she said we will say Thank you for listening to another episode of Raising CJ. Uh, As always, you can go to our website, RaisingCJ.com. Subscribe, like us, follow us, rate us. uh, Anything you want to do that we'd appreciate it. That's positive. (laughs) Yes, nothing negative, I guess. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Have a good week. Bye.